uncovering your truth and fire one conversation at a time. This is the Spitfire Podcast. The Spitfire Podcast is brought to you by the Spitfire Coach based in Washington, D.C. If you want to put the fun back in your business and the passion back in your career, head on over to spitfirecoach.com and click on the link to schedule a complimentary discovery call to see how coaching can light a fire under you. This show and all of our shows in the month of September are brought to you by our sponsor, Acuity Scheduling. Now there are a ton of calendar apps, schedulers, but I love Acuity because of one thing, their customer service. Anytime that I have sent a request, a question, they are super prompt, they're super friendly, and they truly believe in their employees. And I am all about the positive vibes, the helpful vibes, and I just love what they're doing. So if you have a client, customer, appointment-based business, and you are just overwhelmed with trying to manage it, and you're considering getting a virtual assistant, head on over to acuityscheduling.com and check them out before you go investing tons of money. They are super affordable. And tell them I sent you. Hey guys, we are on episode 45. I'm your host, Lauren Lemunyan, and I can't believe how fast time has been flying. It's been an incredible journey to sit down with really inspiring guests, and now I am sitting down and giving you my brain dump. Uh, All of September, I'm giving you solo shows to help dive in a little bit more, give you more bite-sized, actionable steps and tactics for you to get more present, more aware, and start taking charge of your career, of your business, and really of your happiness. So that's what I'm doing today, and this is based on a conversation that I had with my friends. So we are talking about your worth, how you price things, and what happens when you're dealing with friends and family. So I hope you enjoy episode 45. We're talking about money. What is it about money that makes us so crazy? Why is it that when we deal with friends and family, we suddenly lose our power? Well, this topic came up a couple weeks ago when I was meeting with a friend who's also a client, and she's an amazing photographer. We met for coffee, and she asked me what I thought about giving friends and family members discounts. And I have some very strong opinions on this, but at first, I wanted to get her situation because it's always good to listen before stepping in with advice and judging and giving your opinion. So essentially, she was telling me a story about how a friend of her husband, so it's a couple, uh, was having a baby, and she does these amazing infant portraits, uh, newborns really like the day that they're born. And so he said, you know, you should work with them. You should give them a discount. And immediately her gut kind of signaled like, I'm not quite sure about this. They weren't really her friends. She didn't have a close relationship and she felt kind of pressured to do it. And she agreed to give the discount. And these people ended up being anything but smooth customers. Uh, She ended up shooting more shots than normal. And when she gave them the 50 plus shots, they asked if they would get more. And so she felt a little taken advantage of that She had given all of this value and all of these services, and it wasn't appreciated, and it wasn't reciprocated, and in fact, it ended up being more work and more exhausting. So I thought that this was a great thing to bring up to everyone here who does anything with pricing, who sends out invoices, and who deals with friends and family, or friends of friends, because typically that's what happens. You know, we have family members who we will 
bend over backwards for, who we'll, we will gladly give a free service to or give a free product to. But there's something that happens when someone knows of you from someone else, this two to three degree of separation. And they think that they can get a favor. Uh, if you're in the creative space and you're a painter or you're a musician or an entertainer and people ask for a favor, and you may do this, you may have it scheduled in where you do a certain amount of pro bono work, but a lot of times we get into the story of the other person and we start to think about how they think of us and perceive us. So we think we have to go to their level and give them what they expect of us. And unfortunately what happens is when we step in and assume that they deserve a discount and that they deserve a discount, it becomes almost like an entitlement. And what happens is when you expect it, you don't value it. You don't appreciate the full worth of it. So we talked about some strategies on in the future, if you're working with a client who's a friend or family, or you have a really great client, don't offer the discount at the front end because you don't know what the experience is going to be like. If people get it on the front end, they actually assume that that is the price and they value that based on the price. So let's say that your service is $1,000 and your friends and family discount is 50% off. If you're on the other side of the table and you envision something for $1,000 and you get it for $500, you actually decrease your perceived value by half. So you're in the $500 range when you're looking at it. You're, not, you're no longer looking at it as a $1,000 ticket item. And there's something psychologically that happens where we perceive a cheaper and less expensive value. We're not seeing that same perceived goodness that, that's happening. But we, as the service provider, assume that that's what's expected. So there's a lot of lessons learned here. The first thing is to understand what your bottom line is. You know, what are you willing to do for you? What makes you happy as a business owner? And if giving away your services is good with you and makes you feel really awesome, then go ahead and do it. But if you're like my friend who got that cringe of like, oh, I don't want to do this, don't do it. This is your business. This is your livelihood. This is your passion. And if you want to feel good about it, don't compromise. You can hold that line. You don't have to give things away for free and you don't have to give things away at a discount. There's nothing that says that friends and family deserve discounts. And in fact, a lot of times our friends and family are not our ideal clients and it ends up kicking our ass. Oh my God. So first decide if this is something you want to do. And then if you're going to give a discount, look at your financials. What is your line of profit that you want to make? What are your cost of services? How much are you paying in taxes? Any type of income that you're bringing in, you want to make sure you have the whole picture so that you're not assuming that this is something that you can actually afford. You may be taking a loss when all is said and done, let's be real. So know what that number is, know what your range is, and if you want to offer it, I have the next tip for you, which is offer it at the end of the transaction. See how things go. Offer them the original price. If they go for that, that's awesome. And if you have an amazing client, whether it's a friend or family member or just some random person that found you and they were amazing to work with, offer them a bonus or a credit or a discount if you want to do that. Show them that you appreciate them and their ease of working with them. They can either pass it on to other people, they can keep it for themselves, but that idea of gratitude and appreciation shows that their behavior is rewarded rather than it's entitled and expected. 
So if you see how the transaction changes from the front end to the back end, the financials could be the same, but their perception is totally different. The other thing is the people that are asking for the discounts, this may be a cultural thing, this may be a learned behavior, but it can really set a bad and negative tone when they expect to get a discount. And this is more about them than it is you. This is not their perception of your value, but it's more of a game for them to see how much they can save. So it's up to you to hold your line of comfort when you're talking to people. So if someone comes to you and says, well, I want I want the friends and family discount, first of all, super rude. But second of all, you have every right to say no. You have every right to say, these are my prices. This is what I do. Because if they're pushing on the front side of that relationship and that interaction, can you imagine where it's going to be a month from now when you're actually doing the work or when you're trying to close the project? It's not going to be fun. So when people start to stretch boundaries at the front side, you can forecast how they're going to be treating you throughout the process. I guarantee that this is not the end of that behavior. So if you get that initial gut reaction that this doesn't feel right, you have every right to say no and to stop it or to refer them to someone else because there's something that happens when they move outside of the familiarity if you're no longer a friend or family member and they go to someone else they will start treating them differently and you don't need to take that you should be feeling really good and really awesome about the business and the service that you're providing now let's talk about the friends and family who don't ask for a discount but we feel like we need to we should we're expected to How much of that is you getting in their story? Are you spinning a story about what they can afford, how they think they should pay you, and all those other assumptions that go in? Um, I know this was a really big issue for me when I started coaching. I had set prices on my website, and I would start talking to someone, and I would immediately think, well, I need to cut my price. I need to cut them a deal. And these weren't even friends and family. These were complete strangers. Uh, I kept thinking they're only going to pay for this if this is cheaper. And I ended up doing that for friends and family. Um, But what I realized is the people who paid the the lesser amount were the ones that were more likely to flake out, to reschedule, and to just kind of fall off the face of the earth um, and to not rebook. So when you think of it from a business standpoint, when you can charge and maintain your full value and you can not get into their story and you can really just be in your story as wanting to be successful, it allows you to be objective and to really be a leader as a business owner and to create boundaries and really clear expectations on how you're going to conduct business. We were talking about it before about the blurring of boundaries. So that's very true for you getting outside of them and them getting outside of your personal relationship. Business should not be personal. You can have amazing, friendly relationships, but once those lines get blurred, it is next to impossible to get the professional lines back. So let's rehash what we've talked about when dealing with discount, friends and family, and lowering our prices. Number one, trust your gut. If it doesn't feel right, Don't do it or give yourself the time to reflect to decide if it's the right price. Number two, know what your bottom line is. Know what you're willing to do if you are going to give a discount. Know your whole price. Number three, offer the discount or the gift or reward at the end of the transaction. And number four, get out of their story. Be the business owner. Be the power leader. Trust yourself and hold your line of expectations. And the final tip, which we didn't talk about, is don't 
feel bullied. Don't get bullied. If you feel like someone is trying to take advantage of you, you have every right to walk away. Your power is in no. You have choice. And that is the best weapon you have to fight toxicity, to fight boundary leakers, and to really help you pinpoint your ideal clients and to get into your power seat as a business owner.